0: is up, people. You hear that shit? Do you hear the beautiful music I bring you guys? Listen to that.
1: Ain't no real big secret. All the same somehow can't get around it. Dude, this is
0: a rare, rare find, dude. And once I explain what this is, it's gonna blow your fucking mind. Just
1: listen. It don't really matter.
0: Full fucking music. What the fuck is up? This is the Constant State of Annoyance podcast, and I am your host, George Blaha. Thank you for clicking. Thank you for misclicking. I'm just glad you're here. That song, by the way, that song is Refugee, and it's a song that I don't think I've ever heard about it before, but someone took the song Refugee, right? It's a punk song. And then they applied chickmunk voices to the punk song of refugee, but then someone else took the chickmunk version of refugee and slowed it down to the sixteenth speed. And that beautiful, glorious song that I just showed you is that Chickmunks on the Sixteenth Speed Refugee. But let's just get right into it, people. By the way, there's no video this episode. I'm taking a little
1: video. Vacay?
0: Take a little vacay? I'm not going to bring my green screen with me, although I do have a fantasy. I do have this sick, dirty fantasy of being a complete, like, you know, I went balls deep, I put all of my chips into podcasting and comedy, and it didn't work out right. There's this dark, dirty, scary, yet kind of interesting fantasy that crosses my mind once in a while, where I'm just like still holding on to the stream i'm 53 years old i'm under a bridge and i'm wrapped in my green screen cloth dude that's my blanket and i'm still fucking i'm still trying to be an influencer whatever the fuck it is that i'm actually trying to do i'm still trying to do comedy and i still have 30 listens on each podcast episode dude I'm just walking around the street, dude, with my, with my fucking LED lights that I use to equally shine. My green screen, I'm just still balls deep. 53, a failure. I, I, I ate up my, my father's inheritance and all I have is my LED screen, my, my shitty laptop that's all dinged the fuck up. I don't, I'm so poor that I don't even have an antivirus on it. You know, like that's the worst case scenario. And I think about that, dude. I think about the worst case scenario because sometimes I just, I just wake up and I have panic attacks. I just think about, you know, my decisions in life. Like what, what am I doing? What have I been doing up to this point? And it's scary. It terrifies me, dude. It completely terrifies me. I've been, I've been, by the way, I am on, I am on vacation. Uh, I, I'm, I went to Virginia. I'm in Virginia right now, but I've been, like, unemployed for two months, which is relatively a a short amount of time, dude. And it's just, when you don't have a job, when you don't have, like, a shitty occupation, when you don't have, like, this activity that you're forced to wake up early to do every fucking day that just tires you out, dude, you just, like, you start thinking, dude, you get into your head, and it's evil, and it's dirty and dark in there, dude, you know? And my decisions are very questionable, Especially during the pandemic where I can't you know, can't really do stand up, can't really you know, the the only um the only place that I have to like manifest my creativity is podcasting and videos that I do once in a while that I put, you know, way too many hours in it just for them to get fourteen likes. So, you know, that's my life right now. That's my <laughs> that's how my dream's going. And also you know, I don't have a bachelor's degree. I do have an associate's degree. And the and job market in Puerto Rico is pretty lovely. It's pretty lovely. Like, we have a great Tinder, right? Our Tinder is the fucking bomb, dude. I've met amazing chicks, dude. Most of the profiles on Tinder are, are right swiperonies, dude. Like, you will go for that shit. It's great. It's beautiful. It's fantastic. But the Indeed.com in Puerto Rico is just so... Dark and depressing, dude. Call center jobs for seven twenty-five an hour. You know, most employers in Puerto Rico for some reason don't even know what Indeed.com is. So, like, a lot of people don't post job openings on online. It's it's a shitty job market, dude. A shitty job market where most people are not treated well. So I moved over here because the Indeed in Virginia is famous. Fantastic! I'm gonna be here for like a month. I have like a month and a week. I have five weeks to make it work to see if I could figure something out. But the Tinder here is lacking, dude. The Tinder is oh gross, dude. Not only the Tinder, but just like driving around the street. I haven't I haven't said damn in a while, dude. Like I haven't looked at a girl in Virginia yet, and she's made my nostrils flare in excitement, my eyebrows jumping. Onto the top of my forehead, you know? I haven't seen a chick that's made my toes curl in excitement, dude. Like, I've never... I still haven't encountered one. I don't know what it is, dude. Virginia is just filled with uggos, dude. No pelvical distractions for me in Virginia, dude. I am laser-focused, bro. (laughs) Which is great, but like on a biological level, you kind of want to do, you know... You kind of want to just go for it, you really kind of you know you always you're you're always hunting, dude, and it's just like if I was like a hunter gatherer, right, and I was like thrown in like the prehistoric era, or whatever, you know whenever you know woolly H- mammoths, holy mammoths, woolly mammoths, woolly mammoths, not holy mammoths, where woolly mammoths are like stomping around the world, dude, there's no woolly mammoths, dude, there is no fresh warm meat dude there's just a bunch of you know skinny ass birds dude skinny ass birds that only that birds that are only covered and like overly chewy dark meat you know that's what there that's what there is in virginia for me to feed upon and i'm like you know what i'd rather just like intermediate fast until i can figure out a job man you know the dating market over here is just i don't know I don't know, and I thought, you know, if you look at the news, like, when they, you know, because if you're not here in the United States, at least Virginia, again, the United States is this ginormous, I don't even know why I'm explaining that, you all fucking know that, but if, you know, United States is this ginormous place, and, but if you watch the news, like, the way they're presenting the COVID crisis, it's like if it's the end of the world, it's like if fucking, you know, morticians are playing corpse jenga you know at the funeral home i i i just i just thought everyone was dying i thought that like you know there's going to be much less fat people you know i thought like you know it's about time we like you know start exterminating start eliminating some of you know the ugly herd there's a ginormous you know amount of just, you know, fats and uggos. People who have just been consuming and doing nothing for all their lives. And we know this. And we know it's wrong, dude. You know, people with, like, shitty immune systems. You know, people who drink three sodas a day, dude. They, they consume way too many salt. And I just thought, like, I was going to go to the States and everyone was going to be lean. You know, everyone was going to be young. But, dude, all I've encountered in this place are fat old people, dude. It's the craziest thing, which by the way, being fat and old has to suck, dude, especially if you love pickles because your arthritis impedes you from opening a pickle jar. That has to be a nightmare. But dude, no, it's just, it's just so I'm just like, there's, there's, you know, there's way too many old and fat people alive here. So I decided to bring the Puerto Rican COVID variant to Virginia, dude, just to get the Lord's work done. Done, bro. Okay. I wonder how many people believe that like COVID is the rapture. You know, (laughs) COVID takes your life. You, I mean, you know, you're the chosen person of God. This is the new rapture. I'm surprised that there isn't any COVID COVID religion, or I think I've talked about this before, or that there's any type of like, you know, people who are super spreaders. Like, there's a group of super spreaders. You know, and like the super spreaders are people in like high positions, you know, like a bunch of billionaires who are like not affected by the devastating COVID side effects. They just, you know, they they tested positive for COVID and didn't didn't even feel a pinch, didn't even feel a little flick in their skin. They just have the virus and it's just inside of them and they're doing nothing, dude. It's just it's doing nothing to them. You know I'm surprised that there that there aren't people claiming that their bloodline or like they are superior as a type of person you know like I'm surprised that there isn't a group of super spreaders you know gaining control, coming together, and being like, "You know what we need to start a holocaust for all these you know high risk people that are impeding us to lead to live." Our lives back to normal. To get our fucking lives back. But dude. I, I decided to bring the Puerto Rican variant. To Virginia. Because these people. Like we can't keep on. Virginia cannot keep on doing this. So I brought the COVID. Str- I brought the COVID. Puerto Rican strain. Over here dude. And it's a very nasty strain. It's a different type of strain dude. Nasty. Nasty. Gross. You know, because you won't only you lose your taste and smell for months upon months after you catch it. You will also lose your taste of music. Okay? You know those beautiful indie playlists that you've been working on for months upon months? Down the drain. Deleted. Zero emotional attachment. You know that collection of vinyl that your dad left you after he overdosed he probably has chick monks on the 16th speed on vinyl you gotta look at that feel nothing throw it into trash anything that you cannot air hump to anything that does not induce violent and strong urges to air hump To dry hump your fellow American goes out the fucking window. Bye-bye. Beautiful taste of music that, you know, that you acquired after being bullied and neglected in high school no more. Adios. I'm telling you, the Puerto Rican strain of corona is nasty, dude. Nasty. You will feel not only sick, you know. You won't only feel dizzy. You will feel car sickness whenever you are in another car that isn't a Toyota Corolla. Whenever you aren't in a Toyota Corolla, you're going to feel extreme wooziness. Car sickness to the max, dude. Your stomach is going to bubble. You're going to feel a violent urge to to diarrhea the fuck out, dude. To shoot violent And powerful splurges of digestive juices. Whenever you're not in a Toyota Corolla, dude. And you're going to have to desperately find one. And the scientists aren't going to figure this one out. The scientists are not going to figure this one out, dude. (laughs) You know? Because everyone has the Puerto Rican variant over there. You know? In the main island in Puerto Rico. But no one feels this effect, dude. No one knows it, dude. But whenever... You get, you get into your Range Rover. I haven't seen one Toyota Corolla here. It's the most amazing fucking thing in the world. I'm so fucking happy, dude. I'm so fucking happy. I see a bunch of Camrys, dude. A bunch of Camrys. Like, no one has time for a fucking Corolla, dude. One of the most praised cars in that goddamn hellhole of an island. <laughs> I'm so happy to not see people with modded Corollas overly proud, you know. That they that they own a car that was meant to be sold to the lower middle class. What did he fucking do, dude? Great accomplishment. You've got there. <laughs> also, the Puerto Rican strain of corona. It will physically wreck you. Mentally leave knowledge gaps in your brain, dude. It will cause brain damage. You will be unable... Incapable of making great pasta, you will be incapable. You you will be putting adobo into meatballs. You will be ruining it all, dude. I don't care if you're Italian, dude, dude. Because once I spread this shit in Virginia, dude, once I spread this shit in Virginia, I'm going to Italy, dude. I'm going to Italy, and I'm gonna put a bunch of stock and chef Boyardi, dude, and I'm gonna get all those Italians to forget their roots. Just with with my strain of COVID, dude. And once they all forget how to make pasta, they're all going to be fleeing towards Chef Boyardee because that's the last and only thing that's going to be left of the Italian fucking culture, dude. Truly. Italian's the only reason that anyone needs to learn, that that people want to learn Italian is if they want to be chefs, dude. You know, just speak French. Just speak like a widely known language i'm done i'm done with italians dude i'm done with italians getting known just by their food Did they, they do nothing else impressively just the food it's just this beautiful like it's just the whole foods dude it's just one country that's this ginormous fresh whole foods drives me nuts dude if Italians would have never figured out peace, pizza and pasta, dude, no one, that would be a dead language by now. Mamma mia, no one would be doing that. Mario wouldn't be a fucking Italian, dude, because they would be such... They would be such a... a it would be a nation that no one thinks about or cares about, like Ethiopia or one of those, or one of those Middle Eastern countries that I cannot pronounce. <laughs> but I'm telling you, dude, the COVID... The Puerto Rican COVID strain will destroy your ability, dude, to make any sort of Italian food. And a lot of people don't understand this one, but this is like a really, I feel like this is a, this is a stereotype that should be spread around more about Puerto Ricans. Like it's still, it's just, it's weird. You know, they put oil while they're cooking the pasta. It's like, what's that about? They always overcook the noodles. I always overcook the doodles. One time I was served one time I I'm I'm not I'm not gonna say who. I'm gonna keep it quiet. I'm gonna keep on on, on the DL who did this to me. But it, it just it felt like it felt like a direct attack to my persona. I go to this person's house and I was hungry, I will admit. That's on me for not eating. And they they asked me, Hey, do you want me to fix you a plate of some pasta with meat? And you know, it's just like pasta and like ground beef and like, you know, Tomato sauce, hopefully seasoned. You know, I I I do the same thing when I'm lazy. Whatever, you know, it's it's not the most fancy dish in the world. It is trash pasta. It is a trash pasta dish dish, but it it could you could make it good. You could make it nice and enjoyable. So, I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. You know, so they hand me a plate. I go to fix myself a plate, and when I go to reach for the spaghetti's. They're still submerged in water. The spaghetti's already cooked. They already cooked it. That part's done. But the the spaghetti's are inside the pot, and there's water on top of it. And I'm just I I I'm, I'm befuddled. I I am com- I'm completely confused. Why are they still like I don't I don't know what what what's I don't know how to feel about this. But I already said yes. And I was hungry, so I'm like, I'm just gonna have some spaghettis, and I'm gonna, like, overly top it off with the meat. So I served myself the spaghettis. No, served myself the ground beef. And, dude, just over—just nasty. Just—it was just, like, eating paste. What kind of person leaves their spaghettis? Submerged in water after they're done cooking, and then I asked, like, "Hey, why are those spaghetti submerged in water?" And the reasoning behind it was they wanted to maintain the noodle hot. So in their head, you know, yeah, let's just keep, let's just let it keep on cooking. I'm telling you, dude, Puerto, dude, they put adobo, dude, they put adobo on chicken parmesan. It's just. It's the most disgusting experience you ever had, dude. Never let a Puerto Rican cook you pasta. They will claim that they know how to make lasagna. Don't believe them. Don't let them do it, dude. What? Just do not let a Puerto Rican bring a lasagna platter to, you know, to like a Christmas party. Never. Throw that shit away. I don't care if it hurts their feelings. They should fucking know better. You know? The only reasons why Puerto Ricans don't culturally appropriate is because they just don't know. They're not good at it. They're not good at doing other concepts. If it isn't rice beans and like, you know, chicken or pork, they just, they're, they're so confused by the whole process. <laughs> they just don't know. We cannot culturally appropriate, dude. You ever go to like a, like, I'm telling you, if you go to Puerto Rico, don't go to like, I'm not saying don't go to a steakhouse. There may be some like nice steak houses in San Juan and whatever. But don't go to a place, to like a hamburger place. Puerto Ricans fuck up hamburgers all the time. All the time. They just have no notion of how to do it. They suck at sandwiches. It's like, fuck that, dude. Fuck that. I'm done. I'm done with the same thing, dude. I'm done with the same thing. Puerto Rican food is only good during the holidays. Nothing else. Good riddance. <laughs> I hope I can make it make it work here because I'm a, I do I I do not want to go back. <laughs> and I've been looking for jobs. You know, I went to Indeed, there's a lot of juicy offers on indeed.com, you know. There's probably shitty jobs, but again, the, just the what the you know, the pay that they offer is it's it's far superior to the job market in Puerto Rico. It's pretty interesting, you know, being able to go on Indeed and just truly like be excited about it and whatever. You'll see all the different opportunities. And also, you know, Virginia's a bigger state and whatever. But there's so many things. There's so many offers. There's so many mini malls, dude. There's this mini mall that I swear to God. It's like a mini mall behind a mini mall behind a mini mall. I've never seen anything like this, dude. It's crazy. This is it's a very interesting place. There's a lot of businesses. There's a lot of places that are thriving. I'm into it, dude. But I've been like, you know, submitting resumes here and there. And I've noticed this trend. There's a trend where. You know, where you where you click to apply on Indeed.com, and most people, I'm not I don't want to say most, but there's a, I like to say like sixty percent of the jobs you apply on online, they they have the option for you to upload your resume. You just put your name, your number, and boom, you're done. You know, you can get that shit done in under 15 seconds, which is amazing. But then there's the other 40% of people, of HR managers, that decide, that think that it's a good idea to put some extra hoops in the way. Because since they're too lazy to simply open an attachment, what they decide to do is to they want you to fill out a bunch of text boxes and it's not with like very specific and you know questions that that they really want to know it's they want you to fill out all these text boxes that have that contains the information that's in the resume like for example You know, in my resume, you know, that's where I put all of the, you know, previous jobs that I have at, you know, all the experience, what I did in the job, what were my, you know, what were the tasks, what were my responsibilities in my, you know, in my previous employment. But then these people want me to put exactly that in a text box. And not only that, but then they'll limit it. They'll limit the text box. You know, to like, what were your responsibilities in your previous job to like 300 characters. So now I have to shorten what I I already put on my resume, which is already attached to my submission to that fucking job. Why would you make me do this? Why do I have to already fill out all this information, which is a pain in the ass, which is a pain in the ass. I have to fill out all this information, you know. They put these hoops in the fucking way that takes 25 minutes just for me to apply for a job that I'm probably not going to get. You know? I have to put 25 minutes of my life. I'm not clocked in. (laughs) You know? But some fucking HR manager that hates everybody because obviously if you are working in HR, things didn't work out for you. Your dreams didn't come true. Your soul... Is broken. Your life isn't going the way that you want it. To fucking go. So then you try to make everyone else's life miserable. By putting all these extra hoops. So that I could get some fucking $12 an hour job. These fucking. I fucking hate HR managers dude. If there is dude. I'm telling you. If I ever join a terrorist organization right like like let's just say that like the dollar drops you know the world united states is just set on fire just like multiple cities that are just like destroyed dude detroit style you know De- detroit times two. just like multiple state like, like just the state of the united states it's just it's just terrible dude the dollar dropped there's a lot of there's a lot of people living in tents right and but the government's still under control. They're, they're doing like a poorly, a poor job, and they're the ones that's that are fucking everybody over. If I ever join a criminal organization, dude, I will join it with the intention to bomb an HR convention, dude. Anyone? Dude. If there's a human resources convention, dude, oh boy, dude, strap the dynamite around me because I'm going in, dude. Not only for me, for all of you, because people who are looking for jobs know exactly what I'm talking about. And thank God, I'm not like desperate. You know, I have like I have people that I, that that like, you know, I'm surrounded by people who care about me, people who are helping me out. You know, I'm staying at my cousin's house. Like I'm not I'm not in a desperate position, dude. But that, but to think that people that you know have have multiple children, dude, you know. They are they are digging into their savings account, and they're about to run out, like, and they dis- desperately need a job, and then they have to jump through all these bullshit hoops placed by human resources, dude. Human resources. You know, a bunch of fucks who couldn't pass, you know, the classes of the concentration that they were... That they initially started in college with, dude. A bunch of failed biologists. That just settled to human resources to make mommy and daddy happy, dude. A bunch of people who wake up grinding their teeth, dude, angry. To go to a job that no one respects by... No one respects your human resources shitty fucking job. It's not a real job, you know. Fuck you and and and... All the time that you spent on making sexual harassment, PowerPoints, and pamphlets that no one really wants to read. You put so much work into, you know, into your job for to, to do stuff that no one really cares about. You're just there so that the company doesn't get sued. The fucking human resources are the losers whose job is to put the boring rules in the workplace that, that, that makes your job a hell. Fuck human resources, dude. Making me jump through all these hoops, dude. For like a $10 an hour job, dude. Making me you know, making me take tests from... Like, fuck, don't make me take tests. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> go fuck yourself, dude. You know? But I have to go here and just hope that on my resume, I cho- I chose a, 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 a font that makes you feel like I'm a responsible person. Did I I use the correct font? Did my choice and font make you feel like I'm a trustworthy person? You know? Did I organize? Did I use the correct template for my... Like, it's just bullshit, dude. All this stress that I feel over my resume. All this stress that, that, that you feel when you're writing it down. Is it good enough? Do I have enough keywords or whatever bullshit that I'm supposed to, you know write down on a, on one piece of paper I'm supposed to resume... I'm supposed to, like... You know, my resume is just, like, my whole life just piled up into one bullshit piece of paper and a template. Fuck you, dude. All this fucking stress that I feel over a resume. It fucking pisses me off, man. But it is what you gotta do. You know? It is. It is. Until, you know, civilization, you know, destroys itself and... I join a terrorist organization and blow up an HR convention. But I don't know. I'm happy. I'm happy here. I'm happy here. I really hope things work out. Also, I really want to talk about the amount of people over here in Virginia that that just don't wear masks. You know, and I don't look. When it comes to masks, I'm not one of these, you know, I'm not. I haven't joined the masked crusade. Like, you must wear a mask. You're killing my grandma. You know? You know, these people that are like... That, like, believe that, you know, you're a granny killer. Which, again, do we hate boomers or do we not hate boomers? Like, what Like People, like, I don't even know anymore. Are old people racist or are they not racist? Like, can we please figure something out... You know, can we have a consistent point of view for once? Well, we don't. We seriously don't. I see a lot of people without masks, and I will say, I am. I do get angry when I see fat old people without without masks. Because the reason why all these lockdowns are put in place, the reason why a bunch of businesses have closed forever. It's because of people like you, you fuck. So if you're not protecting yourself, dude, like, I, I just, I just wanna punch you. I seriously wanna cough in on my knuckles and just shove it. Just sh- shove it as deep inside your face as I possibly can, dude. Because all of this is to protect you. You fat, disgusting old fuck with, with four years, with four Christmases left to experience. You know, and some person that, like, poured their whole life savings into, I don't know, a cereal bar, whatever bullshit they tried, you know, whatever bullshit dream they tried to make true and made true is now destroyed because of you. You know, and I'm, I don't know. And again, I don't know if, like, masks work the way we're using it. I don't. I think that you really, if you want it to work as much as we, 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 we're hoping that it works, you're supposed to. Change your mask every two hours, but people are not doing that. People are wearing the same mask for eight hours. And when you wear a mask, like, you know, even for more than two hours, dude, it starts getting wet. And from, you know, I've read this in a place. I don't know how true it is. Again, don't listen to me. I'm a fucking moron. But it made sense to me. Maybe it's wrong. Maybe it isn't. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I question everything. I question the people in positions of power because everybody has ulterior motives. And when you wear a mask, right, for one or two hours and it starts getting wet, that becomes a net for bacteria. This is the way that I, 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 you know, this this is how it was explained to me on whatever place I read this. And so it's like if, if you have a wet mask, you're just uh, attracting more bacteria than what you are, you know, keeping it out from, you know, from your face. But also, from, from my understanding, like, you wear a mask if you're sick to protect other people, right? So I guess that's why people get mad, we you know, with anti-maskers and whatever. But again, but if you're wearing a mask and you're trying to protect others because you may be a super spreader, you know? God, super spreader. Dude, if you are, a, uh, if you are, like, a, like a hooker, dude, like the super spreader of the month. If I had a strip club, dude, you know? sort <laughs> of employee of the month, the super spreader of the month. But, you know, sometimes I just question. Sometimes I just don't know, you know. And it's just like we've been in this whole bullshit for a whole year, right? All this shit has been happening for a year. People have lost their businesses. They've lost their livelihoods. And it's sad, you know. And we're still in the same place, you know. And most people are wearing masks. Like, most people aren't anti-maskers, you know. And And shit's still spreading around. Like, is it truly for, like, the... You know, I don't know, 10% who are anti-maskers, and I feel like I'm being generous by saying 10%. Is, you know, has the pandemic really kept on going because of these people? Like, if, like, if, I'm just saying, hypothetically, if we all wore masks and we all stayed home, we all did what we had to do. But again, you can't stay home because you gotta go out and make money. But let's just say that, that, that we have the economy semi-going, you know, and we, Everyone wears a mask. Let's just say that everyone wears a mask. Will the infection rate go down? Will corona just stop killing people? Stop, you know, get, you know, will people stop getting infected? Because if that's the case, then we have to, the government has to up its propaganda game. I'm tired of seeing, like, wear a mask propaganda. You ever see those dudes? You see them on planes, you know, when you go to the airport, when you, you know, when you're out on the TV Wear a mask, save a life. Like, do you ever feel like, oh, my God, I'm a hero because I have a cloth on my face? You know, I fucking hate propaganda. I always see through it. I always see the bullshit. Just, you know, someone created this piece of media to be like, do this. Or if not, you're a bad person. So we're a granny killer. It's tiring. It's boring all the fucking time. But, you know, then you look at the cases and they keep on going. and It's like, is what we're doing working? Is it wrong? Have you been wrong all this time? You know? So I don't know. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying don't wear a mask. I'm not saying that I'm against them. I wear them. I don't care. You know, I'll do whatever the fuck I have to do. But it's just, there's a point where it's annoying. And if, like, you know, if we really want all this to stop, if we want the anti maskers, the quote unquote Republican racist anti maskers, I'm not saying this. You guys are saying this. This is what everyone's saying. The reason why the pandemic. There's people who actually believe this. There's people who actually believe that the reason why the pandemic is still going to this day is because of the Republican racist anti maskers. And they are the reason why they're their they're fucking 99 year old three Marlboro light packs smoke, you know, their fucking 99 year old that smoked three packs of Marlboro lights a day who was 600 pounds died or whatever the fuck. And I'm not saying that, you know. To take that term lightly, this is someone you love and I understand, you know, but it's like, is it really them? Is it really the Republicans? You know, is this really like this political thing of like anti-maskers or racist anti-maskers? Because if that's the case, the government has to, has to better their propaganda. That's truly all I'm trying to say. You can't have the same propaganda and believe that that, you know, that like wear a mask, be a good person, is going to get each and every individual. You have to have the same message and package it in different ways. And that's why, that's my gripe with all of this. If you want the anti-maskers to wear masks, the quote unquote racist anti-maskers to cloth up, what you have to do, what the government has to do is make Racist, pro mask propaganda. That's what they have to do. Right? If Corona, if Corona is truly this like existential threat to humanity, you know, and, and whatever someone complains about, you know, them losing their business, losing their job, well, that's just, that's just a sacrifice that that people have to make for this pandemic. These are normal times. You have to make sacrifices. If people, you know, To tr if if we really have to sacrifice everything, right, to fight this pandemic, the government should say, fuck our image. If we want the anti-maskers to wear masks, if masks are effective, as all these fucks say, I'm not saying that they're not. I'm just questioning. I'm just asking questions, you know. I'm just I'm I'm just scratching my chin and going, Hmm, I don't know. Like I don't know. I'm brainstorming, I'm trying to help. You know. If you really want these people to wear masks, you have to make better propaganda, and you have to make racist propaganda, you know. And you don't you don't get there. You don't get to that point by censoring people on Twitter who say the contrary, because censorship never works, never, never works. You know, but obviously, you know, the government wants to go there. The government wants to go to, you know, censoring the wrong opinions On social media, like the Department of Truth is coming. The Department of Truth is happening, folks. It's coming. And my whole point, the reason why I'm saying this, the reason why I'm getting slightly political and this show suddenly became a conspiracy theorist podcast. Quote not, Not really, I'm just questioning things. But you know why some people may perceive this segment, this part of this episode as a conspiracy theorist episode. The reason why, there is a reason, there is a payoff, because since there is going to be a ministry of truth, I want to work there. I want to get ahead of all of you fucks, and I want to be part of the ministry of truth. I want to be part of the propaganda media team, because I understand how this works. You cannot say the same message mask up in this like bullshit square way you have to repackage this message in different forms to reach everybody, which is why me, right now, I'm going to audition for the future ministry of truth, because I've missed out on a lot of opportunities. I missed out on Bitcoin. I missed out on the, on the fucking GameStop short squeeze. I missed out on, you know, being a 12 year old who knew how to code. I've missed out on a lot. And I'm not gonna miss out right now. And I prepare, I prepare, I prepared a racist Pro mask propaganda to get all these quote unquote right wing racists, right wing racists to mask up. So enjoy and please tell me what you think. Here we go. Our nation is under attack. Deadly coronavirus officially hitting the U.S. More than 4,000 deaths in just one day. Our culture is under siege Nabisco stock rise 25% today after announcing the release date of their oreo cream fortune cookies american children are still reading they simply switched from books to scrolls we must protect ourselves from this biological invasion i had corona three months ago and i still can't taste anything the only flavors that i could currently experience are soy just soy. I can't have Chinese takeout anymore. It's time to fight back now, because before you know it, they're going to change the Liberty Bell to the Liberty Gar. Be a patriot, protect your country, and wear a mask. That is what I made. And I gotta tell you, I'm ultra proud of what I made, and that is better than half or, not even half, Most, the propaganda, the pro-mask propaganda that I've seen out there, which is disgusting and it's just so squarely, wear a mask, be a good citizen, fuck that, dude. That type of bullshit, that type of packaging, you know, if you package that message and that type of rapping, it doesn't, it doesn't appeal to everyone, dude. If this is truly the existential threat to humanity that we have, this is the type of shit That the government is going to do. Make propaganda racist again. And you'll see, dude. You'll see. I will not be, dude. Some podcaster. Some loser podcaster that never made it. Living under a bridge. Wrapped up in his green screen. Trying to fight off the cold. I'm going to be part. I'm going to be the head of the Ministry of Truth. That's what I'm going to do. I'm selling out on all my morals, and I'm going to start censoring all of you fucks who speak out against the government. Anyways, let me look for the inspirational quote of the week. But anyways, I have a segment on this podcast where I say an inspirational quote. I love inspirational quotes. They really help me get through my week. And the inspirational quote of the week is... No, there's no sound button this time. The inspirational quote of the week is... the secret of getting ahead is getting started. Mark Twain. I really like this quote. Obviously, you need to begin to be able to get to the point wherever you want to get. But if I was dyslexic, the way I would read this, this quote is the secret of getting ahead is getting tarted. Anyways, that is the podcast. I really hope you motherfuckers enjoyed it. If you're not following me on social media hey follow me on facebook instagram twitter TikTok. if you really love this podcast hey recommend it to a friend please that helps a lot and if you love this song dude which you i know you do it's chick monks on the 16 speed refugee you're welcome motherfuckers if you really enjoy this song if you really enjoy my the, the song recommendations that i gave you you could say that this podcast sucks But the songs I bring you, fucks? Oh, baby. They do not suck. Please leave a five star rating on iTunes. That helps a lot. But, anyways, that's the podcast. I'll keep you motherfuckers posted. Peace the fuck
1: out! Real big secret. All the same, somehow. Can't get around it. Listen It don't ring Really mean.